Hey everyone, welcome back to But Why the Podcast, and today we're continuing our PAX West 2019 coverage with the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. In this interview, we talk with David Pottinger, president of Bonus XP and the lead developer on the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. Find out more about this video game set in Thrall and based on the Netflix original series that just came out, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So give it a listen and learn more and, uh, you know, let us know what you think. Dave Pottinger. I'm the president of Bonus XP and the game director for Dark Crystal. So when, I guess, how did the game start? Like, right, because there's so many different game types. Why tactics for a Dark Crystal adaptation? Um, two, oh, two, two reasons. Uh, uh, one is what our, uh, our concept artist wanted to do. <laughs> uh, and uh, two, it just, it, it made sense with the, the richness of the lore. Uh, and the amount of content in the world. It's a, it's a way where you can uh, get up close and personal with uh, characters, and like, it felt like a really good attachment to the to the franchise. Um, but it, it, it turns out you know, with uh, close to 40 years of, of Dark Crystal stuff, there's just a lot to pull from, and, and that kind of uh, rich background gives us a lot of uh, different characters and creatures to use in, in a game like this. So, uh, it turned out to be both a kind of a, just what we uh, wanted to do from a... We, we have a long history of strategy games, and um, it, it's, it's a good match mechanically, too. Yeah. Um, my big question is, why fist gigs? Like, that seems like, uh, when, when it comes to adding them to the game, this is one of the characters, right? Um, why choose fizz gigs as something to add? Because they, they seem very different than a pod lane and a gelfling. That's ex- exactly the answer. Is yeah. they're, they're different and furry and cute and... Uh, you know, in a game, in a in, in part of the the Dark Crystal, I think the the, the greatness of the idea is it, it's it's this big, particularly with the, the Netflix season, it's this big, expansive, lush, beautiful world that has a, a massively dark story paired with it, right? And uh, we use the figures a lot for levity, yeah, uh, and they, they bring some some just some some factors to the world that if it's all uh, you know, gufflings and and Spexies fighting and stuff like that. It, 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 it gets a little dour, um, yeah. and so the fizz gigs are great for. Yeah, you know, there's a they have a, a buffing ability called. Uh, <laughs> this will probably change. It's called lick 'em up now, um, <laughs> and they they just they they, they kind of crouch and they bounce up and they they lick somebody next to them. Uh, it, it, it gives them a bonus, uh, and it's just yeah, that that type of fun is, and that reaction that you have there, like that that's why we have them in there. Yeah. So that, uh, they can bring some. Uh, some excitement and just um, some balance to the to the to essentially to the genocide that, that, that's going on. <laughs> yeah, it, it is really weird when you, when you actually step back and you think about what the Dark Crystal is, the story it is actually telling. It's yeah, so yeah. It, it, it helps us. You know, the, the the world is very vibrant and alive too, so that yeah. that's nice. But 
not, you know, for us as, as, as designers, we want uh, people to have options and, and feel like, you know, they, they get a lot of differences in the gameplay. If it was all golf lanes, we could make that cool and fun, but you know, having pod, pod lanes, they have a different a different set of uh, a gear. You didn't see the gear system in the, in the game at all that uh, is there, but, um, you know, each the golf lanes and pod lanes and this games are put different types of gear. And, um, you know, they have different sets of jobs and stuff. So it's, it's uh, most people are probably going to play, you know, 50, 75% Gelflings. And, yeah. But then the Podlings and Fizz games are great support characters to kind of add in and really spice up the game. I mean, I will be playing Pombo every <laughs> round. Um. <laughs> I do want to ask, um, obviously we talked about it like thing, but since obviously we're now like recording, can you go about how you address the wing issue with flying? <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, if you're a fan of the Dark Crystal, you know that uh, all the females can fly, particularly uh, in the time period that we're in, which is about 100 years before the original movie. And by the original movie, the, the wings were not, uh, they had sort of lost the ability to fly, uh, and it was more of a gliding. But here, it's full-on flight. Uh, and so we want to represent the IP appropriately. So the first thing we did with the females was give them the ability to fly, and then unfortunately, had the immediate impact where everybody in our entire studio just started playing all the female girlfriends uh, because they could all fly, and who doesn't want to fly? So we've actually uh, you know, uh, modified that a little bit now, uh, and some of the, the jobs uh, for the different gelflings, if you're female, they'll give you the ability to fly. Uh, so they do have a, you know, an advantage over uh, their male counterparts, but those jobs are designed uh, with that in mind, so that in the end it's still all balanced and uh, you have a reason to pick some of the other gelflings that you otherwise would pick. Um, one of the things that really struck me, like just getting pulled into the game, like even just the crystal on the screen right now, like everything feels very alive in the same way the the, the show and the, the you know the movie does. Um, I know you said that you worked with with, with the Hens company to you know get the, the art there. What were what were some of the challenging pieces of of art? Because um, looking at the looking at the character models like in here, they're very detailed and very layered, and I. Um, just the fact that you can just see the little piece of the wings popping out, um, like that's a small detail. What what yeah, went into it, that? It's uh, it's it's not exactly the, the most straightforward answer to that question, but I think as as fans of the show and the you know the the, uh, the movies and the books and stuff ourselves, uh, in some ways uh, the biggest challenge is is making sure we do it justice. Yeah. You know, uh, the Henson Company has been great. They invited us up to the feature workshop and we actually got to meet with Lisa Henson herself. And I think we were about four and a half minutes into that meeting and she was already commenting on the angle of the ears of our Gelflings. <laughs> and, and they, you know, they are, of course, super into it and, and they're the best authority in the world on it. So yeah. it was fantastic. And uh, since then, we've been giving them uh, you know, uh, character designs and they've been giving us feedback on our concepts. And, you know, we have, we have to ex uh, extend their world in some ways that it hasn't been extended before. You know, a game is not a movie, and we need some different varieties and things like that. But we wanted to feel, you know, supremely dark crystal all the way through. And I think as as fans ourselves, we, we, we try to do it right. It's nice to have the Henson Company to help us. Um, you know, but like the fizz gig issue is a is a perfect example. Um, normally, the fizz gigs would be so small that when we put them in the game that way, we just couldn't see them. 
know, people mistook them for inanimate things in the environment. Uh, and so we had, we had to make them larger. And of course, the Hanson company said, well, why are they they're big? And like, well, because you can't see them otherwise. And, and we went through that discussion with them. And, and they, they understand too. You know, uh, it's as much as it's important for us to love the franchises that we work with, even if, you know, we don't make them or we didn't create them. Uh, it's if, for the ones that we didn't create, it's, it's equally important for the people who own the franchise to want the game to get made. And that sounds a little, you know, odd, but uh, there are some people that aren't willing to kind of let go of the exactingness of their their, yeah. uh, their IP. And, you know, some some people uh, might have vetoed that we made the, the Fizz gigs that big, in which case then we would have just had to cut them. But we, 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 we can't, you know, our, our job is to make a, a game first and foremost. Yeah. We're, we're gamers. If we wanted to just go tell stories in the Dark Crystal world, then we would go work on the movie or something. Yeah. Um, but we want something where it, it's a great game. It has to be a great game, a great core tactics experience. It's also in the Dark Crystal world. So our job is to marry those two things together, which is another way to answer your question. I yeah. think, you know, that I will, you know, the Hanson company was great to work with. And, like, you know, they, once they understood why the Fizz gig had to be so big, then, like, okay, well, you know, a true fan will understand that, that that's the way it is. And, yeah. you know, similarly, you know, the Poggins are a little bit different uh, sized and in uh, order for some of the things in the animations to read on a TV where you're sitting, you know, across the living room from it. Uh, we've had to exaggerate and change a few things, but you know, our hope is that it's coming from the right spot and you know, we love VIP yeah. as much as anybody and I think, you know, fans will understand why we made those changes in order to make a better game. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the different terrains, um, what what are some of your, maybe your, your favorite levels that you're in? Um, so we have uh, some of the environments that you would expect from the movie if you haven't you know, had a chance to see the series. The Crystal Castle figures prominently in a lot of the levels. Um, but one of the big things with the new season, which that's that's in our in our game, and then we have you know, a bunch of other content uh, that we've added to kind of flesh that out, um, is uh, this idea that the clans are not unified. Um, it's uh, seven different Guffling clans. They're all very different, which is, uh, I think, you know, from a, a lore standpoint, we knew that they were different. We didn't realize how different they were. Um, and so that's been kind of a fun thing for us to discover. And one of the things that we think that uh, fans, as they watch the Netflix series, are going to be excited about too. So when you when you are going through the world map and you're um, picking different missions, we have a different terrain for each Guffling clan, essentially each terrain zone. There's a really cool desert map uh, type. Uh, you played on what we call, uh, the Stone in the Wood uh, terrain, which is uh, uh, wooded and cliffs. And it's, it's always kind of like a beautiful fall, despite the... Uh, <laughs> and fighting uh, you know there's uh, we're talking about uh, you know the drenching and their swamp territory and things like that there's just a lot of fun uh, places we can go in the world of Thraw with you know they all have different features and different elements that we can exploit for uh, you know fun gameplay so kind of to extend on that obviously we have all these different environments and we kind of saw just from the height of like how it plays in the game so like how do all the I guess how much does the environment I guess play in this game uh, it's actually one of the big features that we are uh, kind of uh, 
amplifying from a tactics standpoint. You know, uh, we are clearly inspired by classics like Final Fantasy Tactics, and you know, to some extent, it's uh, the trick is always how do we we do an homage to that, and you know, how far where do we cha- change it, and where do we we add things? Uh, so adding you know dy- dynamic terrain elements, uh, you know, boulders that you can roll to fill gaps, and then you can walk o- over them. Uh, pillars that you can use to crush your enemies, or if you knock them the other way, they'll provide a bridge across the stream. Uh, if you're uh, familiar with the Dark Crystal and uh, the Gobbles, which is the the, the nasty yep. uh, quicksand that kind of just yep. instantly eats you, uh, we have that, and you definitely don't want to get knocked back into that because you're not coming out of there. Um, and then we've got uh, some surprises uh, with kind of more larger scale map changing effects and things like that that um, you know, change up the the way a tactics game feels. And you know, even though you maybe you're you're dead set on bringing this party along and and uh, upgrading all those characters, uh, you may have to you know, play differently if you run into a map that has uh, with a cool map that's got uh, levers that, that open different doors. And depending on who you want to fight, you can you can you, the levers going one way or the other. And if you if you're good at fighting uh, you know more uh, ranged characters or fighting against melee, you're going to close that door differently. But then you have a different a different exit path to get out of the map. So we try to you know wind it back to player choice and, and make sure that it's something that can feed into that just as much as uh, you know they're caring about their characters. Um, so sitting here and listening to the music, the music is honestly one of my favorite things about the movie um, as well. I mean, obviously the the puppetry, but the music is is a scale that is immersive and epic. Mm-hmm. And listening and having this the theme play in the background on the menu screen, I have to ask you, did, uh, what who? I don't know how to answer this question. Um, who did the music um, for you guys, and were you very uh, oh, focused on making it? You know, we're, we're actually still working on the music. Uh, oh, okay. This is uh, a track that will be indicative of what we're doing, but uh, uh, it's uh, of course with uh, Hollywood difficult sometimes to just reuse things yeah. exactly. Um, so we've got a, a group that uh, is going to you know give us uh, music that that has that scale and that that orchestral. Yeah. Kind of big, deep uh, vibrance, and uh, yeah, it'll feel like the Dark Crystal music. Uh, it'll yeah. technically be different music, of course. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's all we have. I guess. Um, what is, I guess, a launch date? And uh, we are saying uh, this year, winter. <laughs> so very late this year. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, the show. The show came out yesterday, and uh, I think it'll be a good chance for people to see some of that. Uh, you know, we expect the fans will have seen some of that. But the game is also built uh, again as a, as a core tactics game, yeah. so you won't have to have Dark Crystal knowledge to come in and. Yeah. And play it and have fun. I think you'll you'll pick up on a lot more of the Easter eggs and the little yeah. tidbits here and there if you do know about the Dark Crystal. But uh, it's not something where we we require that. Awesome. Hey, well, thank you so much. Yeah.